Hey there, this is Larry, and I'm here with Armin. You're about to listen to a great episode. But before you do, we want to let you know that we're now podcasting over at the Bold Idea Podcast. That's right, and we're not adding any new episodes to Reinventure Me, but we think you're really going to like what we're doing on the Bold Idea Podcast. We're interviewing some great guests and packing ideas and inspiration to help you put your faith to work to bring your idea to life. So when you're done with this episode, go check it out at boldideapodcast.com. Episode number 11 of the Reinventure Me Podcast. Hey, what do you think about when you get going in the morning? Well, we want to suggest that you could start your day with greater focus by asking three questions. And that's the topic of today's Reinventure Me. Find your next great beginning. This is the Reinventure Me podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. Well, welcome to episode number 11. Woo. We're in double digits like for real this yeah. time. Yeah. We're getting there. This is Larry Gates and we've got Armin Asadi. And later on, we have a special guest we're going to introduce a little bit later in the show. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah, I am too, but we'll keep it a secret for now. That's right. Hey, we've got some just some great stuff to talk about today. We want to talk about how you can start your day with greater focus. Mm -hmm. It's always something for me to think about all the stuff that I have going on in the day, and it's easy to get a little bit confused and off to the races, especially when I look at email. Does that happen to you? What? No, never. You never look at email I'm in the morning? fully focused. <laughs> No, I, of awesome. course I do. Yeah, I know. I'm horrible at I'll that. I'll tell you, email derails me faster than anything. And yeah. uh, we've got some things that we want to think about a little bit later in the episode. We're going to talk about how to start your day with greater focus. But before that, want to give some shout outs. We've continued to get reviews on this program. We love it. Uh, thank you to D Thunk and Mickey VW, who visited us on Stitcher Radio. We now have a number of people, I think a whole handful of people that have us on their playlist on Stitcher Radio. Now, An actual handful. A handful. And if you haven't checked out Stitcher, it's it's pretty cool. You can listen to the podcast uh, on the website, or you can download their app for the iPhone, which I think is terrific. And you can get to our show directly on Stitcher by going to www.reinventure.me slash Stitcher. It'll get you straight to our show. Leave us a review. We'd love to have it uh, right. because we need it. Actually, frankly, we need the reviews just to increase our directory listing. Actually, there was another review by a woman by the name of Vanessa De Paolo. I hope I'm saying it right on iTunes. And this is what she said. She said, this podcast has helped me through an extremely hard transition of changing jobs. Mm. It has encouraged me and forced me to look within and better understand all the elements. Thank you, guys. Mm. Vanessa, I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, we just want you to know that if we didn't accomplish anything else other than get this comment from you to know that we've impacted you, it would have all been worth it to us. So oh, that's right. Thank you for leaving us that comment and letting us know that we've made impact because honestly, that's all it's about. To well, us. that's what it is about. And boy, I tell you, that warms my heart to Indeed. get these reviews, all of them. And uh, you know, especially the one from Vanessa, when you're going through a hard time, there's nothing like getting a little dose of encouragement just to keep you going. And That's right. to think that we were a part of that, mm -hmm. that really does make a difference. We've had a, quite a number of listener responses, not just uh, on iTunes and Stitcher, but uh, also via email. 
Yeah. And uh, one of them, uh, I don't think I told you about Armin, but I wanted to share with you because it was on our Mindset podcast. Remember back in episode four? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. For those of you who haven't visited reinventure.me slash four, we'll get you to our conversation about Carol Dweck's book, Mindset. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, in that podcast, I shared the story about me uh, going to college and studying physics really for the purpose of just getting people to think that I was smart. And one of the listeners shared how her son is a sophomore in college right now, and he's has a 4.0 studying biomed engineering, oh, which wow. is, you know, that's like amazing. Yeah. You know? It's not an easy field. No. I think if... If I wanted to prove that I was smart, I probably would have chosen biomedical engineering. Yeah, I mean, that's physics like is physics so is like, easier, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just rolling things down a hill on physics, you know, and right. figuring out, yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> but um, he has a 4.0 in biomedical engineering, and he was minoring in optics and discovered that he enjoyed optics, by the way, which is physics, so much more <laughs> than he enjoyed biomedical engineering. And so he decided he's going to switch. And so his major is now in optics. And one of his friends came along and said, well, why are you doing that? You're at the top of your class in biomedical engineering. Hmm. Now, if you had a fixed mindset, you would not make the switch. I would not have made the switch hmm. because you don't switch. If you're at the fixed mindset, you don't switch if you're at the top of your game because you get the recognition. People are thinking you're smart and all the rest. But this young man said this, just because I can do something does not mean I have to do it. Our talents and abilities should give us choices, not limit us. Hmm. I can do biomedical engineering. I can do optics. I can choose. Hmm. Some people don't get the luxury of a choice. I want to pursue my passions and intend to be good at whatever I pursue because I will put forth the effort for my passions. Now, this young man is wise beyond his years. Amen. You know, I would love to have had that growth mindset when I was in college. And I just want to applaud this listener for building that kind of growth mindset thinking in her son. Yeah. It's, It's just phenomenal. And I just thought that's really quite a good story about how mindset affects our beginnings. Because if we don't come into it with a growth mindset, if we don't see that our options are greater when we apply our passions to them, we'll get stuck. Yeah. And we won't ever have another great beginning. Right. You know? Yeah, I love that. I, whoever this kid is, I uh, kudos to you, sir. Yeah, he's just rocking it. And uh, I think this young man is going to be quite a success. He keeps that kind of thinking sharpened. It will be uh, terrific to see how that all turns out. Well, you know, you and I uh, promised in the last episode, episode 10, uh, how to dream strategically. We took a challenge me. Remember what that was? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you know, remember it? <laughs> we have to report in here, buddy. This is our accountability. I remember. I remember. It was, we were going to journal about how to dream strategically. Right. Is that right? Yep, that's right. right. And we asked three questions in that last episode. Um, first question was, how important is it when we think about our dream? Mm-hmm. And that's really the reason we pick it up. That's the reason we're doing it. Right. Right. How hard is it? And that's the reason we put it down, you know, because it gets hard. And and third is, who cares? And that's the reason we're made for it. Um, so how'd it go, Armin? You're journaling. Um, well, I, I just try to answer the questions. How important is it? How hard is it? And who cares? So when, when, I, when I saw the question, how important is it? I personally, I live by the motto of live life. Don't let life live you. And I feel like 
there's too many people that don't live their own lives or pursue their own dreams because they're too busy trying to survive. And, I, and that's just not me. And I just feel like dreams are not only important, but they're worth pursuing. And there's even a psalm in the Bible that says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. So why not dream away? Mm-hmm. You know, even God thinks it's important. Why wouldn't we think it's important? Right. And then to answer the question of how hard is it? I mean, more often than not, it's the hardest thing because it requires sacrifice. And the reality is, is most of us prefer comfort over sacrifice. But honestly, I think we're really picking comfort over our dreams, mm. not just sacrifice. I but think every, you're right. You know, but every dream is going to have a sacrifice. And we talked about Martin Luther King last yeah. time. Come on. And Colin Powell. Right. And I Walt mean, Disney. Yep. yep. I mean, these people are not, they're, they're not just sacrificing, you know, some emotional unease or something like that. I mean, there's some of these people are literally sacrificing their lives because their dreams are that big, that important, that impactful. So when we say we want comfort over sacrifice, I, I just feel like we're saying we want comfort over our dreams. Yeah. And that's a choice. Did you find that, that as you were journaling that you saw your own areas of, where you're tempted to select comfort over your own commitment to keep with it? Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I pick money, I felt like I was picking money over what I really wanted, what my what my actual dream was, mm. um, just because I felt like money was the thing that would provide me the more instant gratification yeah. than the long-term dream that I had. And it really didn't help me. It didn't really get me where I wanted to go. I was actually giving up on my dream um, and then the other thing was, is who cares? And for me, <laughs> I just, I don't know, it just made me laugh because I care. My friends care. My true friends care. My mentors care. Uh, yeah, my sometimes fam- more than you do yourself. Indeed. I mean, they're the ones that are picking you back up and saying, go, you know? Yeah, they're the ones slapping me. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why <laughs> right. are you walking away? Right. You know, my family cares. And so does God. Like we were just saying, I was just saying in that psalm, you know? And, and, and the reality is I don't think there's anybody in my life or anybody in somebody else's life that truly cares about them that wouldn't care about their dreams, you know, mm-hmm. or someone that cares about me. Why wouldn't they care about my dream? Yeah. And that's just fact. You know, that's how, that's how love works. Yeah. Yeah. So, Good. I don't know. But what about you? What, how, how did you answer those questions? Well, when I sat down to journal on it, it, it was good for me to journal these questions again to reinforce some things. First of all, I firmly believe that you're living the dream when you're working the dream. It isn't when you get mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's the process of getting there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, as I was journaling it, I realized that there was a shift in what I am thinking about even for myself. You know, I used to be complimented, I think, as I mentioned in the uh, that episode that we talked about mindset, I used to be complimented when people think of me as being smart. Yeah. You know, and they'd say, oh, you're really smart. And that used to compliment me. If somebody says that to me now, I'm not as complimented by that. But when somebody says, hey, what you said really inspired me, it helped me get going, that means the world to me. And that is my dream. My dream is to help inspire people and to help inspire as many as possible to live the dream that God has put in their life. And that has been reaffirmed. So yeah. just that's the why it's important to me. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. and I think the the underlying motivation for me as as to why it's important really came back that I didn't have a father figure in my life. My dad was there, but he wasn't investing in me mm. to tell me I could go forward and pursue my dreams. And yeah. so it's out of that void that is it's important for me 
to be that voice for others who may not have that person in their life like I didn't have yeah. to speak into them. So that's a real strong motivator. Second is, is how hard is it? Like you said, it's like hard. It's yeah. probably the hardest thing. I think when you're pursuing your dream, you get the most resistance. Yeah. You, you have this tension of desire toward it, but it also there's a lot of resistance to it. And for me, I'm trying to do some things that I don't have an equal model to to look at out there. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's kind of like the line from, you know, Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future. He knows his roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like, I don't know that there's a road that right. I can follow to get me there. So that's uh, that's part of that. How hard is it? It's it's hard. And sometimes there's no road. It, you know, you're going to get out the machete right. and, and make one. Um, but one of the things as I was journaling that, I realized when I start putting on my identity, when I start putting on my new name, mm-hmm. it helps me to answer the questions for myself about why I'm doing it. So when it gets hard, it's especially good for me to ask, well, what would a venture coach do? Yeah. Because it helps me then say, not get clarity not only over what I should do in the hard time, but also more importantly, even what I should stop doing, hmm. you know, which isn't in line with my new identity. And, right. you know, we talked about that back in episode number five, yep. how change affects identity, but that came through in my journaling. And then the question number three, which was who cares? That was the easiest to answer because it's so visceral to me that yeah. I know that I care about this and I believe that that's what God designed me to do. So that one was that was pretty easy to answer, but the others had some had some good insights. So yeah, I think. Oh, well, I think the favorite thing that you said so far is living the dream is working the dream. And honestly, I think too many people don't even begin to take the first step towards their dream, other than just dreaming about it. And and I, I don't think dreams can be real until you take that first step towards. Yeah, we it. always so often think about dreams or things that are way out there yeah. that someday, sometime you'll have that. But when you start working on it, you mm-hmm. can feel like it's a part of you right now because yeah, it becomes you're tangible. Yeah, we talked about that I think in one of the earlier episodes about romancing your dream, right? Mm, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, because you didn't romance your wife. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't we tee up our inspire me segment? Well, our inspire me segment. I'm still waiting for your reaction. This is like a little. This is like a little thing that you put in front of uh, a kid to to make them giggle or something. It works, every, every, it works every time for you. It's and great. I tried so hard not to laugh. <laughs> I know, at them, but you brought but, it out. But, that time. but it does. It just like it's great. Uh, our quote, our inspire me quote, is from Mark Twain. Of course, the the man with the million words of inspiration. But he said this, and let's just really let this soak in. You can't depend on your eyes. When your imagination is out of focus, hmm. isn't that great? Yeah, and it applies to so many things in life. Is that often we don't stop long enough to do some imagination, yeah, and uh, and it and then it becomes out of focus, right? You know. Well, that's what we're going to talk about: is getting better focus, and some of that requires some imagination. Some of it requires taking some time to stop and and do that. But as we get into this segment. I uh, want to introduce a special guest, and and it's Robin Aldana, and Robin is on the phone with us. Say hey, Robin. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Great. So glad you could be a part of uh, the show today. And Robin and I go way, way back. I don't, mm. uh, you know, just for, for Robin's sake, I'm not going to tell you how far back we go. Five but months. <laughs> yeah, five. Months. I was very young. <laughs> you're, very, you're very young. Uh, Robin lives out in the Bay Area, and Armin and I live in Minneapolis, and so um, frozen chosen. The fr- <laughs> we're tired of it, and uh, and Robin has has the good sense not to bring up how great the weather is out there. 
But Robin is the Reinventure Me program director, and uh, she helps with uh, program development, with all the promotion that we're uh, doing to try to gain our audience, and also with social media engagement. And for me, it's a treat to have Robin part of the team. She and I go way back, as I mentioned. She worked with me early on with Lumina Consulting Group, and uh, she ran all of our national conferences, the Fast In It Executive Exchange, I think we called it. Is that right, Robin? That's right. Yeah, we probably wow, could that's have going back a ways. It is going back a ways, and I probably still have some of those uh, notepads and things. I'd have we... some right now in my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible, isn't it? But um, Robin has just been, uh, to me, a real inspiration. When I think about somebody who, it, one of my objectives in being with people is to always make them feel like, they're better people hmm. when I'm with them. You yeah. know, that to me is if I can have an interaction interaction with someone and I can say, I left them better than I found them. Robin's one of those people that does that for me. And I don't I think I've ever told you that, Robin, but Aww, every interaction nice. we have, I always feel better as a consequence of it. So Aww. it's it's my treat to have you on our show today. And and so welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. I love working with you guys, so That's, it's my pleasure. Well, it's and it's ours. Uh, so, what made you decide you wanted to be part of the Reinventure Me team when I when I gave you a call and told you what we were up to? Uh, what was going on in your mind? Well, I guess you know we've we've known each other for a long time, like you said, and you know me. I'm always kind of looking for new, fun challenges and things to do, and I just really loved the concept of helping others getting through transitions and being a part of a, a group of, of t- a team members that, um, that that's kind of your goal. I, I love the fact that you guys are always looking for ways to provide insight and inspiration and ways to help others. And, you know, I'm kind of in the middle of a transition, you know, myself mm-hmm. personally, and kind of one of the things that kind of helps you grow personally and get through things is, is, helping other people do the same thing. So it was a great opportunity and, and a huge challenge, but I'm, you know, I'm up for it. I love it. Well, that's great. And, and I am, I'm thrilled that you're a part of the team. We wanted to expose you to Robin because she's behind the scenes. She's not in front of the microphone like Armin and I are. <laughs> and, um, and yet she represents the, the female uh, segment of our population yeah. keeps us on track. And, that's right. Uh, that's help. a big job with you guys. <laughs> it gives us firm corrections, very yes, firm that's right. So, so uh, for all of our female audience listeners, just be comforted that you have your advocate right. uh, working on the team yes. here to kind of make that's sure right. that we're not just over-engineering this from a masculine perspective. But that's a big um, job. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Well, we're that's glad. Right. We're glad that you're doing it. Well, you know, the segment and Robin, you're going to join us. Just kind of chime in whenever you like as yeah. we talk about these things, but. Our segment today is to talk about how to start your day with greater focus. And do you have kind of a morning startup routine yourself that you get you going and thinking about what you need to get going for your day? Well, I think any, you know, anyone who's a parent, and I still have uh, one young son in uh, high school. So, yeah, I have a big startup routine. So it's, it's important to be intentional about what you want that to look like, mm-hmm. just personally and, um, you know, for the people that are in your life. So yeah, I do have a startup routine just to kind of map out my day and get the vibe going that I want to get. And, you know, well, I know what it's like to be the, uh, 
program director of a, a household and getting everybody right. up and out the door and going, you've got to have a lot right. of a lot of good focus and clarity if you're going to keep your wits about you, right? Yeah. Just to get yeah. get that going. Well, we want to suggest yeah, we want to suggest that there's three questions that we can all use to start our day with greater focus. In thinking about the focus that we want to have, it's about our our pursuits and how we use the day for the most most value. So the first one is to ask yourself, what's the most important problem or challenge I need to lean into today? Hmm. And and that question's really a vital question because I find, I don't know about you, yeah. Armin, but I find that there's two things that happen. One is I avoid the thing that I most need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that procrastination habit that I picked up when I was a student. Right. I didn't have it before then. I think I was born with it. So. <laughs> and the other thing that happens is that if I'm not careful, I can put habits in place in the morning that will distract me from the most important thing. Hmm. And the biggest habit I have that I'm really uh, moving to try to break is to look at emails. Yeah. You know? Mm. And I think it's really easy, isn't it? Just to get started and say, oh, what happened overnight? Oh, gosh. You know? Don't get me started. You know? Yeah. And then what ends up happening is it's like those little piranhas, right? They chew apart all the bits and pieces of what might be important, and you end up spending the first hour and a half of your day responding to emails or growing in frustration or getting distracted or surfing the internet and watching YouTube videos of oh. cats or whatever. <laughs> cats, really? <laughs> no, it's been a while. Sorry. We just lost the mail fan. <laughs> well, you know, when we ask the question, what's the most important problem or challenge you need to lean into? It reminds us of three important truths. And that's what I wanted to solidify. First is our life isn't challenge free. You know, we have to choose every day that we're Mm going to lean into the challenges that we have, and nobody is free of some kind of challenge. So our choices are to engage or hide, to be victor or victim, you know, and we've got to decide that we're going to lean into what we've got. So that's the first truth. And the second is that the important things don't always rise to the top. And this is that email thing. You know, we we can be distracted easily, or at least I can. And, you know, it's back to that. You've got to put the big rocks in the jar. You'll never get it in because of all the other things. And then, and then last is I can take a step. It just takes one step, and I just can take a step toward that thing I need to lean into, however small, and I'll feel better when I do. And so our second question really needs to, to be addressed as well. And, Robin, why don't, you, why don't you handle that one? Okay. Well, our second question is who needs my attention most today? And first off, that just really gets you thinking about the other people in your life besides yourself, whether it's your family. You know, I have a boss and there are times when I have to tell my kids, you know, I have this, this and this going on today. And it, it just helps you kind of plan out and be aware of other people. So after that, I would say is, what is your measurement? You know, do I leave other people better than I found them? And that's just important with any interaction that you have, whether it's your peers at work or maybe it's your friends or someone who's 
you know, needing a little more of your attention today, just being open and paying attention, I think is, is really important to that. That's funny and that you say that, Robin, because you didn't know what Larry was going to say about you earlier. And he no. literally said, you leave me feeling better mm-hmm. every yeah. time I talk to you. And you didn't know he was going to say that. So I'm really glad that you're making that point right now. Well, no, I didn't. And, you know, it's nice to hear that. It's nice to hear, especially when you do intentionally kind of keep that on your radar every day. It makes you a better leader and a partner and a parent and a friend. And yeah, that is funny because I know I didn't know he was going to say that. Right. But it shows that your intentionality actually gives, bears that fruit and I mean, Larry is that fruit for you. and I, 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 is, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just smiling <laughs> sitting here watching this take. Oh. I'm trying to imagine what kind of fruit I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I'm distracting. I know, and I didn't even have to pay him for that. <laughs> well, then let's just talk about one more thing in that about who needs my attention, and that's people most important to me tend to be the most tolerant, and of course, they're the least vocal. So, you know, it's, it's important that we remember that, you know, these people are more forgiving when I'm neglectful. And so they're even more deserving of my consideration each day. So mm-hmm. just things to kind of keep in mind. Yeah, it's easy to take people for granted that are right around you. You know, the most important people are the ones that unless you take the time, like you're talking about, Robin, to say, who needs my attention most today and say, mm-hmm. who... Who around me really needs me today? And they may not be the ones that come out and tell you. That's right. That's why paying attention is so important. It is. I like the fact that it's not, you pointed out that it's who is more deserving as well, not just who needs you the most, um, but right. it's who's the most deserving of it. And it's ironic, especially if you have any ministry background. I know you have ministry back. Well, we all of us have ministry background here, but mm-hmm. um, especially in the ministry world, you know, you tend to uh, care about the people with the needs that are around you and forget that there's a family at home who probably that's, needs you too, who deserves right. a little yeah. bit more yeah. of your attention. Yeah, sure is. Absolutely. Well, Armin, why don't you uh, tee up the third question here for us? Yeah, I like this one. But uh, so the third question is, what would reinvigorate me today? And mm. I'm man, I, I'm an action packed guy, so I, I love anything that reinvigorates me any day. So, uh, first part of that is self care is one of the hardest things for me to schedule. And uh, when I started my weekly routine or my daily routine, it started with journaling. Did you know that, Larry? It, it was it was simultaneous. As soon as I started journaling, I said I need something to do in the morning because mm. journaling mm. I did at night, and then I said this feels great. This feels phenomenal. I love this. I mean, so you woke up to it now. Yeah, now I wake up and I'm like, I, I need a, I need a morning routine. So mm-hmm. I went beyond my just little devotion that I did. So now I started doing my devotion, my prayer. I do, uh, I, I do these little book readings, and then I go and do like this morning care, like physical care routine. It's awesome, man. I mean, my my morning start off a just entirely different note. You know, I, I, I'm just energized. I'm ready to. Fit. I, I'm literally reinvigorated just yeah. because. I have this routine every morning that I do. I don't even have to think about it. I, it's just muscle memory at this point. Yeah, after and I found that that's true for me too. When yeah. I have that Great. morning routine, yeah, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and it's a confidence booster too. It is, you know, because I just have more energy going. Well, and it gives you time day. to slow down and think about these things that are most important to us. Yeah, you know, and if we really are going to work on our next great beginning on a regular basis, we need to take the time to ask, you know, what is the challenge I have? And that's the beauty, beauty about journaling is it gives you some time to think slowly about the challenge that you're facing. Right. 
and make sure that you're focused on it. And then who you want to serve, right. uh, which is the Robin question. And then uh, the mm-hmm. one that you're talking about is how, how can I get personally reinvigorated? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I mean, in knowing that it's needed daily why not plan it for it and use the anticipation of it to fuel your motivation? I mean, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just put it in place and just know every day when I do this, I know I'm going to feel alive. I know my mind's going to be functioning. I know I'm going to be ready to face the day. I know I'm going to have confidence. I'm just going to be ready and excited. Yeah, or even if you're planning your morning and you're thinking through that question, you know, I'm going to have a really hard time. I've got to be with a lot of people I need mm-hmm. to take some time this afternoon and go to a coffee shop and just unwind for half an hour or 45 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever it is. Just give yourself that permission. Yeah. That's part of my routine today. That's part of what I'm going to do today to reinvigorate myself. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's not the sprint that you can take forever. It's a it's a long race. Right. You know, it, you can't expend it all in one in one time. Yeah, you know, uh, here's a very interesting epiphany I've had through this process. Mm-hmm. And tell me if you guys would agree with me but i've realized the thing that i always think is going to be the most satisfying always ends up falling short on the satisfaction scale um such as netflix right mm-hmm. i come home i'm tired i'm ah, just screw this i don't want to do anything i want to go numb shut my mind off so i watch an episode of some tv show and i watch another watch another <laughs> and three episodes later i have nowhere near the satisfaction that i think i'm going to have but then the thing that I think I'm going to get no satisfaction and the thing I'm more most hesitant to even get into, like working out, after I do it, I am 10 times more satisfied yeah. than mm-hmm. I ever thought yeah. I would be. Yeah, we should probably do an episode on uh, some things that you can do for reinvigorating yourself because I think there's a lot of wonderful ways to do that that are not necessarily the conventional ways that can help keep you inspired, keep your brain going, keep your spirit alive and and all of that. But for now, we've got to move into our Challenge Me segment. And right now, we're just going to suggest that you take these three questions and, and just ask them for the next over the next several days. And maybe do mm-hmm. as, as Armin is doing, as I'm doing. Robin, are you journaling on a regular basis? I do, yeah. Oh, that's I do, awesome. actually. Yeah, so we should be asking these questions of ourselves. And if you're journaling, you, you might want to just take some time and ask the three questions. You know, what is the most important problem or challenge I need to lean into today? Mm-hmm. Who needs my attention most? And what would invigorate me? So ask those three questions for yourself. Get them uh, ingrained over the next few days, and then just test it. See how you feel after your day. Does it feel like you've accomplished more? Does it give you more focus, more energy, more vitality, as Armin was talking about? And then let us know. Report back. We'd love to hear your your stories and comments and questions on the show. You'll find us at reinventure.me slash 11. They'll get you right to the show notes for this show. We are planning our next episode to be about what you should do when you feel stuck. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, I think, all of us, I've, I've felt stuck on more than one occasion, you know, sometimes more than all yeah. four wheels have been in the mud. But we'd love for you to leave us a question. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash reinventureme or call our show line at 612-314-5447. You'll hear Robin's voice there greeting you to the show. There we go. That's right. And, uh, yeah. and you'll hear her voice greeting you to the show, and, and uh, we will play your question on the air. And I'd love to respond to it as well. We are out of time. 
Uh, Robin, thanks for being a part of Reinvent Your Me team and being on this uh, this episode. It's so much fun. Happy to do it. Thanks, you guys. It's It's been fun. Okay, thank you. And guys, we'll talk to you next week. Never stop becoming what you should be. You've been listening to the Reinvent Your Me podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Amin Asadi.